Part of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use in part or full any portion of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, (laughs) but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome, everybody. This is Greg Dzinski, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show. If people don't know it, I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan and a relationship and sex specialist. Also, grief and loss aspects, trauma as well. But this is... About relationships, sexual dynamics. And tonight's show was a request, if you will, from a couple special guests that are, are were supposed to be on this evening, but I don't know if they're going to make it. One is sick, and hopefully the other one is going to make it. I hope. We'll see. Um. Okay. So, this is somewhat of a follow-up from a show, probably a couple months ago, talking about moving on, or when is it the time to move on, to get the hell out of uh, maybe a blah, unhealthy, unfulfilling, unsatisfying relationship, and... You know, I talked a while ago about getting the hell out of a very unhealthy, belittling, criticizing, abusive relationship and trying to build your self-worth and self-esteem back. However, this show is going to put a little bit different twist. What if it's not abusive, okay? What if there's no addiction i talked about that you know there's no addiction there's no yeah what do you want to say you know really whacked out behaviors going on you know not a sex addict not totally addicted to porn i always think yeah yeah, porn's okay being addicted to it might be another issue so you look at you know this is going to be what a lot of people deal with on a regular basis out in the world, okay? What a the relationship, right? You know what? It's just, uh, and it's, bleh. and I want to end it, but I'm either afraid, right? Or it's comfortable, and it could be worse, right? You know what? The grass is greener on the other side, but you might be thinking, Maybe it's burnt on the other side or there's no grass at all. And you're wondering if it's going to be better to break up with the relationship or not. And also, you know, what happens if the situation gets bad where there's a lot of 
arguing, yelling, uh, criticizing, name-calling, go back and forth. And now you're afraid if you get out of that situation, it's going to be the same down the road. And I talked about you know that as well, about repeating unhealthy patterns in relationship. But you know you have that fear, oh, my God, it could be even worse down the road. So that's... We're going to hit on all these elements in different ways. I'm going to increase or help you enhance your self-esteem. And what do you do as you move on? And maybe you do, you have the guts and the confidence to break up. Or maybe what happens if someone breaks up with you, right? And many people, believe it or not, men and women, they might do shit just to piss you off. So you break up with them because, right, it's easier. They don't want to be the bad guy. They don't want to be the bad woman. So they sort of do stuff that irk the living hell out of you. So you say, you know what, I've had enough. And you're like, oh, oh, my God, thank, they broke up with me so I didn't have to be the bad guy. And you move on. And they say guys are infamous for this, but... Are women as well, you know. So we're going to talk about all these aspects about moving on, and I'm laughing. Um, And it's sort of, you know, ironic or maybe hypocritical of me talking about moving on out of, you know, lifeless or, you know, lifeless bad relationships or maybe just unsatisfying relationships. When I'm all about, of course, my private practice, everything is about helping couples ignite the passion and the fire and all that, um, you know, feeling more passionate and alive in their relationships, closer, emotionally, physically. And that's, you know, my forthcoming book that's going to be coming out, uh, hopefully in a month, month and a half. Um, Yeah, I sound so confident in that, but it should be coming out, I'm hoping, in a month, month and a half, the end of April should be a good thing. I wanted it this month, but life got in the way and just busy. So, and I want it to be good. Uh, But getting back, like I said, that's where I come across as maybe being a little bit of a hypocrite with this show tonight about moving on when I'm all about helping relationships heal, become loving, passionate, more satisfying sexually, emotionally, all about that. So what the hell is Greg talking about moving on, right? Because, let's face it, it's part of life, right? Uh, It might be unhappy, it might be hurtful, but it's all part of life. And I want to help those people in these situations, you know, about when to be able to move on, when to pull that trigger, so to speak, to, you know, tell yourself It's not working for me, and no matter what, you know what? We can get help. We can come and see Greg, but I know know in my gut that, you know what, I'm done. No matter what happens, you know, we could get all the help we want or they want, and I know my gut, I'm just going to be going through the motions. So moving on with the show. There it is, okay? And give me a call, the number 712-775-7035, and then 
you have to enter 5750-99, the pound sign, okay? 712-775-7035, then 5750-99, the pound sign. And that way we can have, hopefully, <laughs> a lot more uh, callers and have a group discussion going in maybe throwing out juicy topics and stuff as uh, this new phone system or mechanism, if you will, uh, goes in place. So hopefully it'll be a lot better, a lot more fun and lively going on. So you're in a relationship and you're like, you know what? It's just not working for me. You know what? And this is hard because, you know, they're a good person, and I'm a good person, but you know what? Because they're a good person doesn't make me fulfilled, doesn't make me satisfied, and what do I do? You know what? Because they're a good person. They really didn't do anything maybe wrong, or you know what? Maybe what they did wasn't terrible. They didn't beat me. They didn't cheat on me. They didn't um, you know, constantly criticize or rip on me or nag on me all the time. So why should I move on, right? In the situation, right? What happens if the sex is great and it's phenomenal, right? Ooh, would you just stay if the sex is great, but everything else is blah. There's no communication there's no deep discussions about anything there's no maybe future planning there's no just outside the bedroom or sexual realm everything is dead is that possible to happen i talk to people i got clients in here all the time oh my god we argue every single day we just freaking drive each other night but the sex is great. <laughs> and I now, you know, if the chemistry and the sex is great, can we flip it, everything or most everything into it to make the sex still great, right? But everything else outside the sexual realm, can we enhance that and make a great relationship out of it? Now, if the sex is bad, everybody tends to agree on this one if the sex is bad or very very infrequent then what do you do do you you know what what happens you're ready to move on you're ready to say you know what this relationship it's not working for me and you know it you're building up the nerve the confidence and you know your fear of hurting the other person they're a good person right and you're ready to have this discussion, Nasan. They want to. They have sex. They want to have sex with you, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Well, maybe I'll stay, <laughs> right? So, um, give me a call. I want to hear your stories on you know breakups and the heartaches, especially when it's difficult. When it's not, like I said, an abusive, drug-infested relationship that. Most people would say, oh, you got to stick with it and go with it. But in your gut, you know it ain't right. Okay? So 
Phone number again, 712-775-7035. Then enter 575-099, the pound sign. And as always, I have the live chat up. So if you're using the show, or I'm sorry, listening to the show right now, and you're listening to it on um, Spreaker.com, Spreaker's app, or the Art of Relationship show app uh, for Android and Apple that's out there, free to download. Uh, you can join me on live chat, too. If you're listening on TuneIn or another source, unfortunately, you won't be able to. So join me on live chat. Give me a buzz. Again, one more time, 712-775-7035. 57, then enter, I'm sorry, 575099 pound sign i'd love to hear your insights and if you were in this situation where a relationship really wasn't working for you and you had a hard time getting out of it or maybe you have a hard time getting out of it now give me a call or maybe you were on the receiving end right maybe you were on the receiving end of a breakup okay and the situation you look at, um, at the second half of the show, we're going to get into how do you heal and what do you do now to help you move on emotionally. And we're going to go from there, okay? So hopefully tonight's insights will help everybody out in the situation where they're contemplating breaking up. And when do you know right? When do you know it's time to call it at? You have, you know, friends, family, whatever, that are going to tell you, right, to stay, work it out, try. Or the aspect, right? You got friends that are divorced or broke up and they want you single too <laughs> in the same boat. E. You need to stay away from Maybe they're biased opinions and do what is right for you. So, get on here. Okay, you know what ain't right, right? Your gut's telling you, you know what? Ah, great person, nice. We can, we get along for the most part. But, you know what? It, it just, I feel like I'm living life. I feel like I'm going in a situation in this relationship as, what, half-ass, right? Um, we have a, you know, someone on live chat talked about communication failure. Yeah, that is a cause, absolutely. I think a lot of people get into that. You know, communication failure is, you know, is huge. And we're going to, you know, get into that. And what happens when you, you, you're in a relationship, you know when it's, ending and let's face it i'm gonna get into maybe things to look at that means you need to maybe move on again this is your decision nobody makes that decision for you so you got to be true to yourself don't worry about everybody else and it's hard to do that you look at this you know you're afraid to move on because you're afraid to hurt you know, others, you're afraid to hurt that other person, or maybe you love your lover, significant others, parents, right? 
oh my God, you don't want to lose them. But the relationship is sucky. (laughs) But what do you do? You don't want to lose them, right? Or, you know, maybe you're a single mother, single dad, or in there's kids involved. Oh my God, we can't do this. We just divorced. You know, I divorced. The kids hurt. Now a breakup. Now what do we do, right? And our friends, oh my God, we can lose these. So I better stay in these situations, even though I'm not happy, right? Like I said, only I'm sort of in it in my life. My relationship feels like it's half-assed, right? And there ain't no way my other ass cheek's going to get into it. So what do I do? I'm, you know, I know what I want to do, but I don't think I should. Right? How many times have we heard this? You know what? It's just not the right thing to do. Okay. Here's maybe some tipping points or maybe get some insights into maybe when it is time to call it quits. As the individual on the live chat mentioned, you know, communication failures. Yes, that's a huge one. But you look at you know, you look at why and we look at perceptions and everything, you know, about communication aspects, how you're perceiving each other and what you want to learn from each other. Now, if you're just in a situation where you don't give a shit <laughs> what the other one says or has to say or the, what their philosophy is, now that's definitely a time to say, you know what, I feel like they don't give a shit what I say and I don't give a shit what they say anymore. That tells you, you know what, it's time to move on and get to a healthier place, okay? Like I said, at the beginning, very beginning of the show, I looked at, right, and you know, you know, you could say, one of you, well, let's go see Greg, for instance. We're going to get help, you know, relationship specialists and all this. We're going to get help, go get couples or marriage counseling with Greg. And, but the other one's saying, you know what, I don't care how good Greg is or anybody else, um, this ain't going to work. And I'm just, well, I go through it to say, right, to make safe face and look good. Why don't we try it? They start crying. They start begging. And you're like, oh, right? It rips at your heartstring. Remember, they're not a bad person. You're not a bad person. You don't want to hurt anyone. So you go through the motion and here you are. You're stuck, okay? More indicators before the, you know, the communication where you feel like the other one don't care what you have to say, and maybe you're on the other end where you don't care what your partner has to say anymore. You're just like, yeah, whatever, and you move on. Okay, what happens when there is no talk about the future, right? Most relationships progress based on a future-oriented strategy, if you will, or plan. I'm not talking, you know, you start dating and you're dating a month and you're talking about marriage. Yo, we're going to get married six months from now. Yeah, it does happen and it works out. I'm not saying it doesn't, but what I'm talking about, you know, you're not talking about, say it's, you know, months into the relation, you both feel connected or maybe only one, and you talking about, oh, yeah, I'd like to maybe see how things go a year from now or two years, whatever. You know what? Oh, my God. I, you know, 
talk about maybe moving in together, right? Or maybe you are talking about marriage. Maybe, um, you know, you're talking about your future plans. You would like to do this. Would you like to be participate? Even future plans as far as you have a wedding a couple months down the road and the other one's not even talking about you going or even going together. And you're like, shit, what the hell? Brought up this wedding they have to go to a month, a month from now, and we've been dating for six months. Do they just assume I'm going? And there are situations like that. They assume, right? We're going because we've been dating. Eh, don't assume. Ask, okay? Now, if the other one says, oh, you know what? We've been dating six months. I got a wedding a month from now. Oh, I'm going to go with my friend Jill. Or a guy says, yeah, I'm going to go with my buddy uh, Paul. And you're like, what the fuck? Right? About future plans. If there's no talk about future plans, and I'm talking it can be, you know, simple, I'll say moderate, you know, going to a wedding together, maybe going away for the night, a weekend together, or maybe it's been going on, you've been dating six months, and I'm not saying, you know, everybody's different, but you know what? You haven't met any of their friends or family, right? And I'm I'm not talking the friends or family are all out of the country. They live in another country or they live in another state where, you know, you can't do that. I'm talking they're in the neighborhood. They're, they're within maybe a half hour drive from you. So you look on that situation and you're like, you know, we've been dating six months. Why? And there are situations, you know, Talk about talk about the future plans. If there is no future plans and that's what you want, chances are that's time to move the hell on, okay? Because you guys are just at different places or maybe you guys are at different levels emotionally and what happens, you're hoping the other one catch up and sometimes they do, right? But how long and how willing are you going to wait? I have uh, probably about three or four couples in this situation. They're hoping their boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband, or wife will catch up to them and have the same feelings they do. And that's a very, very tricky spot to be in. Of course, most couples I deal with, one is more invested, more emotionally invested than the other one, right? And that's common. But I'm talking, they're on freaking, you know, one is 20 miles, or I'll say 100 miles away from the other one, and they have to be at the uh, same spot in like two minutes. (laughs) I'm talking, they're far apart. When there's, you know, I would say, you know, a little bit, Separation, that's not a big deal, and that's pretty common. But when you're talking at two huge separate entities where you're at emotionally, it's going to be very, very difficult. Okay, so another one. Talk about future plans. If there's no talk about future plans, maybe you want to move on. But if you're both okay with that, like I said, you're in the same spot emotionally, and you're no big deal. Just roll with the punches. You both are like that. No big deal. But. If you're about future-oriented and you're looking where this relationship is progressing, 
right? Then maybe you might need to, that might be a case or a sign to move on, okay? Another aspect is what if there's just too many differences, right? Maybe your philosophies about the world are just totally opposite. Maybe they were together. Remember I said, you know, numerous times, we're not the same people, say, when we're 30 than we were when we're 20. And maybe our philosophies have just changed, drastically changed. And you're looking at maybe one of you is not, you know, not prejudiced, not racist at all. And I'm not like that. You know, I hate racism, discrimination. And I, even when I teach uh, the college classes, I promote, um, I hate, I tell them, I promote um, if you want to say hating or guarding against racism, discrimination. And also on one of them, you know, maybe you both are in that situation, but now you go on, say, you know, it's been a couple of years, and also one becomes, or you find out, maybe one is very or moderately racist or discrimina- discrimination against a certain race, gender, whatever, and you're looking at, you know what, that just puts a freaking pit in my stomach big time. And that's sort of going against my uh, life philosophies. And, you know, people can joke, and I'm not all about joking about that, you know, about racism, discrimination. But if you're not, and your partner, oh, I'm just joking, and it happens over and over again, then you have to look at, you know what, we just have different views. Another, you know philosophical difference you know you talk about one wants to get very religious or even religious and you are not or vice versa like i said you can flip this any way you want but say one you say you both were not religious you know not religious at all right and also one of you wants to become a holy roller or a devout Christian church going two times a week and they want you involved. Ooh. And you're like, what the hell happened? You know, this ain't me. You knew it wasn't me. And this ain't for me. These are differences, philosophical differences um, that are huge. You know, if one changes where maybe you have a kid together or two kids and you want to be done and your partner says, I want another kid or two. And you're like, oh, see, when something becomes or changes and becomes very important to one person and not the other, you are going to hit a wall. And this might be time, again, that you might want to move and just say, you know what, you're a good person, but we just want totally different things now. And There's truth to the aspect about growing apart, and it's sad, right? Again, you are afraid, maybe, to move on. You don't want to crush the other person. You don't want to cause any pain, hurt. If kids are involved, or family member, oh, my God, you don't want to hurt anyone, and that's very difficult. Then you start suffering, and you start hurting yourself, right? And if you're not happy... What starts going on around you? You become maybe less patient. You become 
Maybe you're happy-go-lucky and you become more moody, more sort of you got a chip on your shoulder, but you're coming angry. You're not joking around as much. You're just walking around like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, <laughs> you know, and you um, – then you look at what the hell's going on. And if your partner doesn't care or wants to meet your needs, that's maybe time to say, you know what? You're right. That you mentioned to me a while ago. You know what? That's just not me. You know what? I don't want you to change. That is just you. I respect that. But that's not me either. So maybe we need to move on. Okay. It's heartbreaking, very difficult. Like I said, I'm all about saving relationships if possible. But I don't want people to be miserable either. Okay? So future plans, there's no talk, right? Too many differences. I talked about philosophies, about maybe, you know, world philosophies, life philosophies. I talked about, you know, maybe religious differences that are too uh, just polar opposites that one becomes very religious and the other one never was never wants to be and you both were that way and one changes and you're like it oh this is gonna cause some problems okay another difference and you've heard me mention this oh my god on a crap load of shows sexual differences right meaning frequencies right not only that you know yeah frequencies you know if there's huge differences where you know one wants sex once twice a month and you want sex say three times a week or maybe four times a week and you know what you're gonna feel like you are settling and one of you right is gonna feel like they're giving in and that's going to cause problems, right? You don't want someone having sex with you just to do it and just to um, go through the motions, right? And just to, oh, I'm just going to do it because to make you happy, even though I don't want to. You're like, oh, baby, that's so freaking hot. I don't care if you don't want to either. I'm just glad you're doing it. <laughs> As I puke. That, that's sick and that's pathetic. So if you have... Different desire aspects, and I'm talking polar opposite desire aspects, are, are pretty close to that. Um, you know what? It's going to be a huge problem. Or if sex stops automatically, I'm all, or you know, stops and there's no fire, no passion, and I'm all about you know trying to look at. You know, what's going on? What, hon, what's going on? Am I not turning you on emotionally? Am I not meeting your needs? I'm all about that, like I said. But you cover all that, right? I'm assuming this show, you cover all that tonight. And it just ain't happening. Now, maybe it's time. I'm not you, but maybe it's time to look at to move on, right? You know, talk about sexual frequency and desire problems as well. You know, maybe you're, and I'm not freak, you know, that freaky or anything. I know I sound like it when I talk on the show and stuff, but you look at someone's in, you know, S&M and they want to do S&M uh, once a week and the other one, 
you know what? That ain't for me. I'm not that way, and there's no way I'm even going to venture in that realm. Then you're looking at as one just going to sell out and not do what they want, right? It's going to make it for a very difficult relationship unless one says, oh, if you want to do S&M once a week, you go ahead and do that, but, (laughs) you know, with somebody else, not me, and I'm okay with that. I don't think too many people are going to be okay with that situation. Um, I know people in the lifestyle are swingers, but outside of that realm, most people are not going to be okay with that situation, okay? And I'm going to take a short break, and I'm going to be back talking about more, maybe more insights or whatever to look at. Maybe you need to move on. And most importantly, I want to hit on ways you move on, or maybe you got your heart crushed. Someone broke up with you. Ways to heal and ways to look at certain situations so you can grow and evolve and heal and become maybe a stronger, better person. And most importantly, that you still will be able to love someone else and put your 100% in without sort of going in half-assed and being afraid to get hurt. That's most important, okay? And here's the show's number one more time before I go on a break, okay? It's 712-775-7035. Then you enter 575-099, then the pound sign, okay? Write that down. Please tattoo it all over your body. No, don't do that. If I change, you're going to kill me. Okay, um, I'm going to take a short breather. Then we'll be back talking more about moving on. Be back in a few. Thanks. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Yeah. 
to call myself the great pretender before you tell me why you remember when you used to stand for something more than this. I always think it's happy ever after until it's a complete disaster. Hey everybody, it's uh, uh, Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G, back, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show, and this is um talking about moving on. That was, by the way, Great Pretender by Skyway Traffic. Hit up them. On YouTube, all over the place again. Skyway traffic. That was the great pretender. And back on talking about moving on. And what are you going to do? And you look at these situations, like I talked about before break. You know, you're not talking about future plans. They're starting to be too many philosophical or life issue differences or maybe about differences about sex and so forth, right? Maybe if you are one that, yeah, you could care less about sex, maybe you need to be with someone that could care less about sex too or you're the one that desires more of it and maybe you need to be with someone that desires it basically on the same level as you. Okay, there was, oh, somebody just messaged me, and hopefully this ain't the case. They said that uh, it might be just on their end, but if someone out there listening, either on the live chat or send me a a message on Facebook, um, tell me that the show's been cutting out, if someone could do that, uh, that'd be cool. Hopefully, no offense to the individual that sent me that message. Um, Hopefully, it's only on their end and not somewhere on my end. Because if it's on my end, it looks like everything's running smooth as far as I know. So, um, well, we'll go on. Anyways, so if someone wants to hit me up, tells me how, uh, how the show's sounding, that would be super, even on live chat or uh give me a text if you know my number or even on Facebook that'd be cool send me a message but going back so too many differences or you know what what if you're living you're both good people and you're just living as roommates and this comes to you know the no passion no desire no sex like i said i've worked with more than a few couples over the years, they haven't had sex in a year, two years. In fact, couples that haven't had sex in three or four years, and there is no important. There's no medical issues going on that's causing that problem. It's just they love each other. They're like best friends, but they're living as maybe cousins, brother, or sister. It sounds odd, sounds whacked, but 
you know, there's no the chemistry, the passion, and you're looking at they're both afraid, both great people, but they're afraid maybe to move on and go after because of the comfort uh, factor, okay? So we're going to look at um, uh, what else? Okay, so you're living as roommates. That might be another sign that you need to move on and get out, okay? Another one, what happens if you stop meeting each other's expectations and your needs? Remember I talked about communication uh, before the break, about communication, whatever. But you're looking at, you know what, I could care less what you say. And you know what, she says or he says, I could care less what you say either. And you just like, just go about your separate lives. And that's part of communication. But also, you know, not only communication is huge, but you look at if your partner is not really giving a shit about what is important to you and what your needs are, you need to start looking at, okay, am I meeting my partner's needs? Am I doing this? I care to do this still, even if they're not meeting mine. But it comes to a point, if you're giving 100% or trying to and not getting it back, then you look at, why am I doing this? This is not healthy for me, okay? Now, another thing that comes up is the fighting, right? There's couples that you move on, there's no communication. Greg, we don't fight, we don't argue but we don't talk. We don't talk about nothing. Eh, hi, how you doing? That's it. That's their daily conversation. Or maybe it's, oh, kids, they got this, they got that, and that's it. They don't talk about each other. They don't talk about future plans. They don't talk about nothing deep or intimate or even worldly going on, if that's even a saying or appropriate English. (laughs) Since when do I use it? But... They they just don't talk. That's op- That's one aspect, too. But the other opposite, where fighting becomes disastrous, right? It becomes physical, right? Or it's a constant malay of bashing and name-calling. We all have been in that situation. Yes, even me, Greg, yes, I have, too, where, you know what, I know better, and you just get in the heat in a moment, and you might throw out, you, not a nice person in terms. No, I'm talking more in that jerk, dick, bitch, whatever. Not good. I'd never advise it. And I try to guard against that even with me, but I'm human too. So, you know, but the name calling, the bashing, disastrous, this is starting to get on a daily basis or maybe every other day. Day it gets bad name calling. Like I said, it turns physical. Now, also the fighting, the disastrous terms of fighting. According, I'm going to say me or my terms of it too. What happens when the fighting starts going around or moves to everyone? Right, you're starting to fight, argue, and ripping each other apart verbally in front of the kids. Or how many people you've been out in the store or mall and you hear people. You watch them, and they're fighting, calling each other names out in public. You know, you're, you're in a restaurant, you're in a store, and you hear people just arguing, whatever. Or, you know, they're 
arguing, yelling, calling each other names. And it, this is on a regular basis. I've lived next to people that do this. And it's like, oh, my God. You're like calling the cops where, um, you know, you're, you don't want someone to get hurt. So you're calling the cops and you try to do it anonymous, of course, right? Because you don't want problems. <laughs> um, but the fighting, arguing. Or, you know, you're always arguing, fighting when you're, going to relatives house and all of a sudden you know you got relatives oh my god you know what they don't ask you to hang out or maybe you always argue yell rip each other when you're out with friends and all of a sudden friends they don't want to hang with you no more and they might say oh you know what we're really busy oh we don't have a sitter for the kids oh the wife is sick oh i'm sick oh i gotta work late i gotta work tomorrow so i can't go out you're starting to hear all these new excuses because maybe they don't want to be blunt just say you know what man it's sick watching you guys i don't want to be around that me i would probably be compassionately blunt if there is such a thing, right, compassionately blunt about, you know what, dude, I don't want to be around that. It just, it, you know, it bugs me. I hate seeing you guys fight for one thing, but you know what? I don't want to be around that environment, man. I, I love you. You're a good friend of mine, but I just, that's not me. So when this starts happening, maybe it's time to move on, right? And I've said this again. You know, maybe it's time, you know, when you look, maybe you have gotten help and it still isn't working and you know in your gut, like I said at the beginning of the show, you know in your gut that no matter what, no matter we go see Greg, whatever, or anyone else to get help, you know what, I know it ain't going to work. I know, I just know my gut and my bones that I will never be freaking happy right? Okay. Now, another aspect is, you know, if one of you, and you might notice it, one, you know, one or both of you, you don't want to be around each other anymore. You know what? You don't care, you know, if they want to be alone all the time. They want to go out all the time with friends. Um, And you look at what's, you know, what's going on. And you just, they make up an excuse. Why don't just us to do something. They're making an excuse. Da, 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 da. But yet, they're going out with friends or family or whatever. They'll do that, but they don't want to spend time with you. Or maybe they just, they're not doing anything. They just want to be alone majority of the time and not you. You look at, of course, that's not, you know, what's going on? What can I do to help it? But if nothing else does that, um then you need to move on, right? Okay. Um, look at, yeah, text her, join that. Oh, cool. She can hear me now. No sex in four years? Wow, fuck that. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, uh, definitely. I would not be in that situation. Hell no. Not even close. I'm not even playing that game. Not, oh, hell no. No, 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 no. I like myself too much. To um, not be in anything even close to that. But I'm not bashing people that are okay with that. Again, it's not my life. It's them. Another aspect, you know, not only with the sex aspect, maybe even the thought of touching. 
holding, hugging, or even kissing your partner makes you want to puke, that's going to be time you need to, you know, call it quits and move on, okay? I know I'm rambling, trying to look at, there's mothers, a lot more signs too, but these are the main, I don't know if you want to say generic, but they're, they're somewhat, you know, generic slash specific signs that you need to look at. Maybe, you know what, this relationship ain't working for me. They're a good person. I'm a good person. And are they okay with me being miserable if I stay? Screw that. That's where, you know, self-esteem, confidence, and being self-aware and self-care comes in. It's huge, right? Okay. Now, uh, we only have, you boy, about 10 minutes left in his show. I apologize. And we're going to get into... Uh, what do you do to deal with the change and maybe the heartbreak? And this is, like I said, you know, because you're the one that's not happy and you move on or want to move on, you end it, right? That does not mean you're not heartbroken. A lot of people think, you know, if they break up, you know what, it's a loss. So it's still very can be very disheartening. That doesn't mean you don't care about that other person. So, or if you're at the receiving end and you're the one that gets dumped or gets broken up with, and maybe it's a good sign. Maybe you're like, oh, you know what? I didn't have the guts to break up with her. I didn't have the heart or guts to break up with him. God, I'm glad they did it right? Or how many people, (laughs) you know, they get in that situation where, oh God, they're relieved. But the number one thing to deal with the heartache, you have to look at, you know, grief and loss is very important. What I mean by that, not only it's important, it's very normal. So you have to regain your sense of self again. You need to find yourself again and explore, you know, what you weren't getting in a relationship. And this is a big difference. You do not get stuck. I repeat, do not get stuck in bashing the other partner. Oh my God, they were this, they were that. No, that's very immature. And that tells me that your level of confidence really isn't where you're telling me it is, right? I want you to explore, you know, what you weren't getting in a relationship, you know what? Not only that, right? Maybe look at what you weren't providing that partner to or now that ex-partner. So find yourself. What are you about? Who is, you know, who are you? Who is your identity? And you look at and you understand maybe down the road, if you want a relationship, whatever, down the road, I want you to look at, not only look at a lot of people, I want to say, are used to, oh, my God, I don't want that. There's no way. I didn't have enough sex, and I ain't putting up with that again. Or, oh, my God, I always fight and arguing. There ain't no way I'm doing that. They're hitting on the negatives, which is important, right? I am not going to deal with this in my future relationship, whatever it is. Lack of sex, yelling, arguing, the physical abuse, all that stuff, but... I'm not going to deal with the nice person, but, oh, my God, they never talked. 
They never talked. You know, I couples in here, they've been married seven, eight years, and the husband or the wife, they have no care, clue what the other one likes in bed. They never talk about it. Or one wants to, and the other one is shy or not confident. And, oh, my God, they get uncomfortable. Remember I talked, you know, numerous times about the sexual maturity aspects, and that's part of it, okay? So maybe you learn. You learn what you don't want in a future relationship, which is important. However, a lot of people have a hard time, and this is part of healing with the heartache and the heartbreak is looking at, and they don't want to, right? Because it might hurt someone. Look at also what was good in the relationship. <gasps> People are going to say, oh, my God, why would you want to do that? You're moving on. You broke up, divorce, whatever. Why in the hell would you want to look at the good things? Because this is going to keep you focused on not only what you liked about yourself, right, but also maybe what you would like in a future relationship. You know what? I liked how we did this, and that's okay. Now, you're not going to go the future relationship. Oh, my God, me and my ex-wife used to do I love that, and I would love you to do that. No. (laughs) You're a dumbass if you do that. You don't compare. No, 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 no. That'll be another show, maybe. That might be a good idea. Um, You don't compare... But you look at how maybe we handled the kids great together, right? We're great parents, co-parent, we're on the same page. I would love that, right? Maybe if there was a, you know, whatever, we're able to do this, and I like this, right? She maybe didn't care or wasn't that jealous, trusted me enough, and was okay if I went out with friends or a buddy, or maybe you were okay with her going out. I'd like that again right? You look at the positives, not only what you weren't getting in a relationship, but you look at what you would like, what was good about it. And you learn and you find yourself, you know, how were you in that relationship, maybe, and what you didn't like about you. And if you realize, and what would it take for you to realize about that? And what would it take for you to maybe notice it down the road in a future relationship. If you start changing or start, you know, seeing yourself flip back and become that maybe cold, distant person down the road, um, maybe you can catch yourself more than you did before and catch a lot quicker. This is all part of, like I said, about finding yourself again, Okay. The heartache, like I said, both people, even if you break up with somebody or get broken up, everybody knows about that. There can be heartaches in these situations big time. So you need to take time. You need to find yourself again. You need to heal and be able to grow uh, your self-esteem back. Maybe, you know, the relationship, maybe you were looking at, you know, you didn't have maybe the sex you wanted. You didn't feel desired. You didn't feel like you were turned on or maybe your partner wasn't turned on by you. And let's face it, that crushes our self-esteem, our self-worth, both men and women, big time. So you look at 
Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was your partner, right? Not about blaming, but you look at, you know, do you want someone that perks your self-esteem up? Or maybe, maybe your partner wasn't turned on by you emotionally because they weren't getting the attention. Maybe you spent so much time focused on your career or oh, I got to watch that one myself. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, but I love my career. But getting back, not about me. <laughs> but, you know, maybe they're focusing too much on their career. Maybe they're focusing all the attention goes uh, to the kids or friends, whatever. And therefore, they're like, I don't feel important. And guys, you know, do this too. They withdraw sexually too. So you look at, you know, my self-esteem, I'm crushed. My partner, my ex, oh, my God, they weren't turned on by me. Our sex life sucks. That means I suck in bed. I'm not attractive. So these are things to help you heal instead of bashing yourself. And if there's something you don't like about yourself that you can change, important. Some things, I'm short. I can't change my height. <laughs> um, so you look at, you know, what are some things that you can change and grow maybe to help your self-esteem to be maybe more sexier more erotic and help you build your self-esteem up look at your your positive attributes i'm all about learning and growing from our weaknesses but so many people we have the polar opposites right you have some people that will always hit on their negative. Oh my God, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. Da, 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 da. Then we have the arrogant sons of bitches out there that they have nothing wrong with them. They're all that. Nah, screw that. I want you to look at your positive aspects and really what you like about you. And I tell people, even writing them down, these are going to help you heal. They're not BSing yourself. They're being true and genuine. Got it? Okay. Now, I want you to also look part of the healing process. Very important. I want you to look at why did you allow yourself to lose your identity and self-worth? Got it? Why did you allow yourself, maybe if this happened, to be beaten down, to be constantly criticized, are made to feel worthless. Why did you allow yourself to lose your identity and self-worth? And this is going to be crucial for healing and looking at, you know what, that was my past. I'm not going to be like that again. However, I'm not going to lose my self-identity and being a caring, compassionate, empathetic person, right? I don't want people to go to the other extreme. I'm not going to lose my self-identity. I'm not going to let anyone treat me like shit, which is great. But I'm going to be a cold-hearted dick or bitch, right? I'm going to be cold. I'm not going to let anyone do that to me again. No, you can still be caring and loving and give yourself 100% without putting up with that shit. Got it? A lot of people don't realize that how in the hell can i be still loving and compassionate give my hundred percent without losing myself it's possible and i promote this daily in my office with clients with couples 
in individuals alone, right? So you can still give 100% into a relationship and let yourself go and be vulnerable. And at the same time, you have the self-worth and self-confidence not to be beaten down again. Huge difference. Got it? So the heartbreak, feel it. It's okay to be hurt, to feel hurt. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to try to hide it and try to put on a fake face, right? Oh, I'm fine. And you're tore up inside. Feel it. It's normal to grieve. Even if you were the one that broke it off, right? And especially if you were the one that got broken up with. It hurts both. Remember that. So allow yourself to heal. And allow yourself. It's okay to feel like shit. You might not like it. But you know what? I'm heartbroken. I need. I just need to get a hold of myself again. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay? Oh, I'm a minute over on the show. And, oh well. <laughs> um, everybody, thank you very much for listening this e- evening. And I appreciate everybody on uh, on the live chat as well. Okay? Thank you very much. Again, this has been the Art of Relationships radio show. I will be back when? Oh, Wednesday hump. What is that? That is hump night, right? Yeah, it is. Again, Wednesday hump day. Sorry, I know what I'm talking about. Okay. (laughs) I will see everybody then. 8 o'clock. If that changes to 9, I'll let you know. But I'm going to keep it at 8 for a little bit longer yet and we'll go from there so we'll see wednesday i think that is the 18th oh it's finals week where i teach at for college so um yeah oh everybody have a good happy uh st patty's day uh be safe out there please people take a cab have somebody drive i don't want you killing somebody or yourself okay that's crew, so be safe, have fun, but do it uh do it smart people. I don't want to hear uh, anybody out there getting killed or killed somebody else out there. So be safe, but have fun. Okay. I will talk to everybody Wednesday night. Everybody take care. Much love to everybody out there. Bye bye. Licensed relationship and sex counselor, Greg Dazinski's, also known as Master G. The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.